Welcome to the Journey Beyond Divorce podcast, where we invite you into a journey of healing and personal transformation that will radically change your divorce experience, heal your heart while refining your character, and set you up to be effective and feel empowered as you navigate the practical and emotional challenges of divorce. I'm your host, Karen McMahon, founder of Journey Beyond Divorce. My divorce brought me to my knees, and it also transformed me and set me on this path to help you. Our team of JBD coaches support men and women to engage in divorce with more calm, clarity, and confidence through our one-on-one coaching, group programs, online courses, and free resources. What you're feeling, your children are picking up. So if you're feeling resentful, you're feeling angry, you're feeling uh, less than, or, um, you know, you're doing the Thanksgiving on Saturday, but you're not genuinely, authentically into it or involved, your kids are going to pick it up. And the last thing you want is to create memories of their parent and a Thanksgiving celebration that feels not so celebratory. Welcome to JBD Team Talks with your host, Karen McMahon. During Team Talks, you get a chance to meet our JBD coaches as we discuss challenges and difficulties that are common to everyone facing divorce and provide you with tips and strategies to help you master the art of managing your thoughts, calming your emotions, and intentionally choosing your responses. And now for today's topic. Welcome back to another episode of JBD Team Talks. I'm here to with Rachel Goldman to discuss the holidays. Hey, Rachel. Hi, Karen. We have the holidays coming up, and today we have seven tips for celebrating the holidays during divorce. And just to set the stage here, you know, the holidays... We all have fond memories of the holidays. It can be a season of joy and connection and celebration from Thanksgiving straight through to the new year. Uh, We get to see family. uh, There's downtime. There's a little more socializing. And yet when you're navigating divorce and certainly when you're in the earlier, more raw season of divorce, it can feel very overwhelming and there can feel like there's a lot of pressure from both internally and society to, to smile, to celebrate, to, um, to fill all of that time, right? We're all very hectic during this time. And so today we want to talk about uh, first what's real in terms of how you're feeling and how that aligns or doesn't align with what the, holidays typically invite us into and then how to navigate some of the challenges that come up. So um, do you want to add anything to that uh, before we dive in, Rachel? Well, just that we purposefully um, created this podcast during this pre-holiday season time because 
we're very aware that it can be challenging, um, especially the first year when you're experiencing the first of everything after a separation or divorce, and that we really want to help you be able to celebrate even though you are feeling a loss, that, that you, you can experience both at the same time. Yeah. And, and I just want to say that for me, I think my first year um, celebrating the holidays when the kids weren't with me all the time was a year or two before um, my divorce. I think a year or two before I even started my divorce. And so for each of you, it's different. Uh, some of you may continue to celebrate as a family until the divorce is final. And so wherever you are, when you when you hit that place of uh, I'm not if you have children, I'm not with my kids or I'm not with my spouse. That's when the rubber hits the road and there's a rub. There's there's going to be a rub. And so let's just talk through some of the um, the emotions that would make sense for you to be feeling. And I'm just going to bounce it back over to you, Rachel. Sure. So as, as I was thinking about this podcast, I was remembering the the feeling that I had the first year around the, these holidays and any other holidays or um, rituals that we had had as a family. And I remember feeling sort of upended, um, ungrounded. I think rituals in our lives help ground us and help mark different points in our lives. And I remember just this feeling of um, sort of being a little lost, like, like I didn't know how to do this in a different way. Um, and, and some loneliness too, even though I was, I, I was always with my kids and still am for Thanksgiving, but it just, there was something, and there was an emptiness and there was a sense of, um, not quite knowing what this was going to feel like or, or what this experience was going to be. Yeah. And I think the other thing that happens is it's these are the milestones where grief kicks in, uh, where what used to be is changing. And so uh, so you might be doing really well and then find yourself feeling uh, sad or or lonely or or frustrated or angry. And 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 so songs, rituals, uh, those can all kick, kick in our grief as well. For me, I remember uh, really enjoying parts of the holidays, having my kids and not having uh, the stress or conflict that had been in my marriage for the years just previous to that. And so there was this true enjoyment of, uh, of, having more agency and, and having less conflict. And at the same time, uh, how do I make this as celebratory? So for me, one of the things was it was just me and the kids uh, and there wasn't always extended family. And so it just, how do you make this feel like not just another meal, like for Thanksgiving? Uh, so that was one of the experiences I remember uh enjoying the independence and yet also that stress of how do I make this special in a new way? 
Oh, you raise a really good point. There's so many paradoxical feelings that that feel like they're an either or that come up around this time. And to the extent we can consider them ands, not either or, we can we can stay much more present and, and we can really pay attention to what we're feeling. We can actually choose how we want to be in these moments during these holidays. It, it's a it's a tough um, call to hold those different feelings at the same time or go in and out of them. But I think that that is most helpful rather than rejecting certain feelings that are coming up because you want to feel a different way. Well, that's very true. And the other thing I really want to suggest is I know when I'm very deep in my emotions, I'm not terribly present. And so here you have a holiday where you have an opportunity to be present with your family, present with your children. Um, and if you're ruminating about the difficulties you had getting to plan the holiday or what he or she said or what resentment you have or what's going on with court, um, you're going to miss the beauty of the experience. And so one of the things that um, that we're going to talk about in these tips is uh, that tendency to time travel into the past or the future and the beautiful value of really being uh, having your head where your feet are during during the holidays. Absolutely. Absolutely. Really important. I want to start with um, I'm going to just start with uh, with Thanksgiving. Um, and one of the interesting things is whenever we're with our family of origin, there are those of you who are going to be like, oh, my God, love my siblings, love my parents, love being with my family of origin. And then there are going to be those of you who are like, yeah, I could do without that one or two uh, relatives who will be there. And so if you've been listening to this podcast, I want to invite you to consider going into this holiday season as an opportunity. And the opportunity is to practice, to um, to practice noticing. And you could even do this beforehand. So, for instance, um, if you know the characters who you're going to be spending the holidays with and you know which one of those uh, love you and support you and lift you up and make you feel heard and seen, then you can intentionally engage with those people and even invite them in to be more of a support during that time. And at the same time, if you have certain family members where there's a rub, where they may um, be a little boundary oblivious, ask you questions that you don't want to talk about, or if they tend to poke at that tender underbelly and trigger you, knowing that ahead of time and going into the holidays, knowing how they show up gives you an opportunity to do a number of things. It gives you an opportunity to um, be crystal clear and be one of the terms I like to use is expecting and accepting of the person as they show up and having a plan around what you want to do about that. Uh, and, and the other thing it gives you an opportunity to do is practice boundaries uh, because there may be certain people that, or just certain topics that you, you don't want to talk about. And how do you do that? How do you do that 
think about it ahead of time so that you're not doing it out of reactivity, but you just know what you're willing to say and what you're not willing to say and how you're going to boundary a conversation that you don't want to get into. Yeah, that's that's a great point. The mindset that you have going into that kind of um, gathering is everything, because if if you go into it, dreading it, um, already feeling all the resentment, perhaps about one or two people, uh, you're going to get triggered really easily. And you've already sort of set yourself up for for a, a pretty negative experience. On the other hand, if you go into it, as you said, looking at it as an opportunity and planning, which is really important, knowing, you know, this person and or this person tend to rub me the wrong way or trigger me or overstep boundaries. But this is this is how I'm going to um respond to it or not respond to it, it, it's a sense of empowerment and and you're likely to be much less triggered, be able to just sort of, you know, notice whatever's going on, but set it aside and continue to enjoy the positive moments that are before you. And I've I've actually, I'm thinking back on a number of clients who I have coached in preparing for holidays. And this is precisely what we focused on was, okay, what are you anticipating? Um, what are your trigger points? Where do you think you're going to, you're, you might be vulnerable and let's come up with a plan. And then inevitably we have a session after the holiday and they feel like they were able to manage the situation, manage themselves, experience the present so much better. You know, the reason is because we don't have to be surprised. You know, we, we, you're going into the holidays, you know, how your kids act and react, you know, how your parents act and react, you know, how your siblings and your relatives do. And so, so often we don't just stop and say, what's my intention going through the holidays? What, what do I, okay, I'm going into Thanksgiving with my family. I know A, B, C, and D to be true. Um, what is my intention? And going back to mindset, uh, you know, you could, you could water the weeds or you could water the flowers. You pick a positive mindset. I'm going to go through. I know there are certain obstacles that I'm going to face. And then you plan. And when you have a plan and you set a positive intention and you're expecting and accepting, uh, you're going to glide more smoothly through whatever those dynamics are um, compared to just walking in the front door unprepared and then reacting to things that you actually kind of knew were going to happen. And so, so true. Yeah. So, so that's, that's one thing is just the adult dynamic. Um, And then there's the dynamic of, I know for me, uh, especially Thanksgiving, we, we would even have some conflict around if you have them on Thursday, do you get them the whole weekend? This is where if your divorce agreement isn't, crystal clear. And no matter how hard you try, there's going to be gray areas. And so let's say you don't have your kids on the holiday. 
Um, I often had Thanksgiving on Saturday. What's the big deal? What does it matter? And so, so it comes back to mindset. How important is it that I celebrate on a specific day of the week versus that I celebrate with my kids the weekend before the weekend afterwards, a couple of days later. And so if missing being with your kids for a particular holiday is part of what you're struggling with, how can you creatively work around that? And remember, too, that what you're feeling, your children are picking up. So if you're feeling resentful, you're feeling angry, you're feeling uh, less than or, um, you know, you're doing the Thanksgiving on Saturday, but you're not genuinely authentically into it or involved in it, your kids are going to pick it up. And the last thing you want is to create memories of their parent and a Thanksgiving celebration that feels not so celebratory. listening to our podcast for a while and still feel emotionally stuck and overwhelmed? If you desire to experience the ease and confidence we so often speak about, we have a program just for you. Our Broken to Brilliant group coaching program provides the emotional support and practical guidance needed to move forward with certainty and confidence. It's a safe, caring, and affordable space to heal from the pain of divorce and create a life you love. You can learn more about this 12-week program, which includes six 90-minute group sessions, powerful coaching that catapults you forward, and a community of peers there to support you. Just go to jbddivorcesupport.com backslash broken to brilliant and register today. We'll see you soon. There is a saying, um, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. I would say that works. That's that's very appropriate going through the holidays. Uh, this this can be this season can be joyful and it can be um, like walking through uh, a field of landmines. And so, you know, you know best um, what you're excited about and what you maybe are dreading or worried or fearful of. Uh, and so really take the time to sit down and put on paper, pen to paper, who, who are who's, who are the healthy, positive people, who are the people you want to um, you want to avoid a boundary. And then even with the holidays and the entire season, what do you want to do? What do you not want to do? And, and literally, when you slow it down enough to be intentional, you may find something on the want to do list that isn't your want to do. It's 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 a should. It's it's a voice in your head saying if you were a good parent, then you would do X. Pay attention to that and make sure that you're creating a holiday um, that is that you have full agency over and that is of, of your making. And that will help um, fill your cup and uh, enable you to enjoy the holidays more. 
Yes, very, very, very good advice. Excellent. And and in part of your planning, again, not to overemphasize, but really ask yourself, how do I want to show up? What do I want to experience? How do I want to feel during these holidays? And what do I need to do to get my mindset into that type of um, attitude that's going to help me experience it the way I want to experience. You really, we have a lot more power over how we manage and address and experience what comes before us. And your example of, um, of having Thanksgiving on a Saturday rather than the Thursday and feeling like it's okay the external experience didn't change. You know, it still wasn't Thanksgiving Day per se, but what changed was that you embraced it rather than resisted it. Yeah, exactly. And there are plenty of times through the entire season uh, where you can do that. And I I think um, another huge challenge can be the dynamic between you and your ex or you soon to be ex. And so if you have a very amicable, collaborative, cooperative uh, relationship, then the holidays should go pretty smoothly, maybe with a few wrinkles or bumps. If you're in that category of our listeners who, um, and you're navigating something that's high conflict or uber high conflict, then Every day of the week offers challenges. Obviously, the holidays are going to have their own challenges. Someone who wants to change things at the last minute, who wants to guilt you into something. And again, I want to bring you back to your practice, your practice of what have I learned and how can I put it into practice through my holiday season? Um, You don't have to attend every fight that you're invited into. You don't have to defend yourself. You don't have to have a victim mentality. Uh, You can see what you have agency over and stand firm in that. If you tend to want to be flexible because maybe then he or she will change, this might not be the season to do that and be disappointed. And so you get to pick and choose. Maybe it is the season you will intentionally look at, examine and choose. This is one of the great places where our clients benefit from coaching, going into the holidays, having that sounding board. Uh, Are my beliefs limiting? Are they real? Um, Am I Am I creating a chaos or drama that doesn't have to exist? Uh, am I uh, being a victim of, of my spouse? Is there another way I can approach this so that I can enjoy myself? All these kinds of questions are what we do in our one-on-one sessions to help someone find their North Star and really go through the holidays enjoying it. Yeah, and we are here to help you. Um, We have had personal experiences going through this. I was divorced over 20 years ago, and it it is a faint memory now, but I, I wouldn't have said that 15 years ago. And so we have personal experience, and we've coached many, many, many people around how how to um, experience this season in a way that you will feel as good as possible about. 
Yeah. And I, I'm going to just I'm going to just share one little story and then we'll actually summarize our seven tips for you. But one story I have is uh, I I I have two children. I divorced when they were very young. My ex has a very big Italian family. And so I was the only one with kids. So when we would go to my family, which was much smaller, my children would be the only kids and they would often be in the TV room. And and especially for me, Christmas is supposed to be all about the kids. And so I made a decision to offer their dad to take them every year to his big family. Um, which was going to be really hard for me and really good for them. And so that wasn't about me getting something back um, because I gave something that was about me saying your young ones, you have, you have Christmas as a kid once they could be with a dozen cousins or they could be at my mom or my aunt's house in the TV room with just the two of them, what would be better for them? And it's, it's not easy, uh, but when we keep our children front and center, um, whatever decisions we make are gonna be good for them, not just now, but in the long run. And, Ultimately, they lost touch with the other side of the family, but they do have these incredible memories from their earlier days. And so so everything's on the table to examine and explore, talk through and decide what's best for you. Thank you for sharing that. That's very powerful, very honorable of you. I mean, really putting your children first and looking at it through their eyes. And I sat and I cried and I was incredibly lonely and made a point of filling my days because it it was not it was not easy. And it was not easy for me to not be with them until they came back and told all their stories of what a wonderful time they had. And so these are the hard choices that we we sometimes choose to make. Um, yeah. And, and if you have one too, I just, I just want to invite you, we're going to be doing a couple of these holiday podcasts. So feel free to write in Karen at journeybeyonddivorce.com. Um, share your story, share something that, that you did or that worked for you or that you don't know what to do. And uh, I'll see if we can not bring some of those up in the next episode too, if you, if you're open to that. So let's run through. We've kind of just chatted about all of these, but we, we do have seven tips for you. And let's let's walk through them one by one in, in summary here. So you want to grab the first one? Sure. So the first tip is acknowledge the challenge. Don't don't sort of shove it away. Don't don't pretend that everything is great if it isn't. If it is, that's wonderful. But really give yourself the space to acknowledge that this is this may be a big change this time around and and be kind to yourself around it and patient and, and let yourself experience the positive and the negative sometimes simultaneously. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and the second one is use the holidays to practice boundaries with family members. It is such an 
amazing opportunity that I don't know. I don't know anyone who doesn't have opportunity to practice boundaries around the holidays. And so uh, that requires you to decide ahead of time uh, what you do and don't want to talk about what is and isn't acceptable to you, regardless of what's happened in the past. Um, and, and we've got podcasts on boundaries. I'll see if I can grab one and put it in the show notes so that for those of you who are like, I'm not that good with boundaries, um, I'll post in their show notes a boundaries podcast so that you can uh, listen in and learn a little bit about how to set and how to uphold those boundaries so that you feel safe and can enjoy yourself through the holiday. Mm, mm. And the third one is to keep your expectations realistic. And you really touched on this very well, Karen, with the mantra, expect and accept. So really take a hard look at what is realistic in terms of where potential challenges or triggers might be. What is realistic in terms of um, celebratory connect, mood, connection, joy, and and then accept what what that potential reality is, rather than fight it or create a different kind of reality in your mind, and then be surprised by it. Absolutely, and and the same thing with people. Um, I know who shows up in a way that can trigger me if I'm expecting and accepting of that ahead of time. Uh, I don't have to I don't have to find myself being reactive or frustrated. Um, I can just boundary myself. So expectations and then make a plan. If you don't plan, it's not going to work out well, especially if you have days or weekends or part of the holiday season where you don't have your children at least Make one plan with somebody, something that requires you to be out of bed, out of the house where you're rooting in a scheduled thing once every day. Make a plan, reach out to your people, ask them to be there for you. If if like being without the kids, it was a very big thing for me. It was very tender for me for a long time. And so I would... Uh, I, I it was actually Christmas Day and I, I was swimming at the JCC and I was like, oh, they'll be open. It's Christmas Day, but they'll be open. And I was like, I scheduled to talk to my sister and I scheduled to go swimming and I scheduled things so that I had something to keep me off the slippery slope of sadness and depression. And so uh, make a plan. And then the plan B part, I just want to mention, if you have people in your life who are unreliable around the holidays um, and you know, you know, your intuition is telling you this may not work out the way I'm hoping it does have a plan B. And if that has to do with your soon to be X or your X and timing or not showing up or not bringing the kids back when they're supposed to or anything like that, whatever hiccup that you intuitively know might happen, if you don't have the ability to control it, have a plan B. In 12-step programs, we talk about this all the time, that you do not have to be a victim to anyone. If you know their behavior and you have a plan B, then you just pivot. And during the holidays, that could save a lot of um, frustration and add to peace and joy. Mm, well said. 
The fifth tip is stay present, enjoy the moment. And this is where the time traveling comes into play is that it's very easy to regret the past, to yearn for a family celebrating holidays the way you did or in some fantasy kind of way. And it's very tempting to also focus on the future and worry about how this is going to go in the future, catastrophize. And and when you feel yourself doing this, time traveling back or forward, which is very normal, pull yourself into the present and really hone in on what, what is happening right now. And how can I make the best of this situation? How can I be as present as possible and actually enjoy the small moments that are coming up? Because there are beautiful moments and and they're priceless. So beautiful. Love that tip. And uh, tip six is, uh, is to honor experiences over gifts and stuff. And, you know, for those of you who might be dealing with a, uh, a spouse who, um, who whose finances are greater than yours and and is all about gifting i i've said this a hundred times i'll say it again at the end of the day every human being wants to be seen heard and loved and that doesn't take any money and it doesn't take any huge gifts and so trust that the love that you have for your kids um and the quality time and experiences that you can have with them uh, will be remembered uh, for so long and will um, will do so much for them and, and experiencing your love and your presence. The gifts, the stuff, I think as adults, we think that, that they're so important to the kids and they're just, they're secondary. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And finally, we, we want to remind you that this will definitely get easier. I mean, I mentioned I've been divorced over 20 years. The pain that I felt during the first couple of years around various holidays is very, the memory is very faint. And, and you will get through this and you will increase your joy every season with how you celebrate with whoever you choose to celebrate. Yeah. This too shall pass. Exactly. And, and, and um, there's a, there's um, a rule of thumb, which is that it takes two life cycles um, when we're grieving loss and certainly in divorce. And so uh, from the time you have your first different holiday, right? Like that one's really tender and prickly. And then the next one is still a little bit raw and a little bit hard. And by the time you get to that third, right, you go through two life cycles, that third holiday, that third birthday, that third whatever, um, you're kind of settled into your new norm. And so wherever you are in, in that, um, in, in your timeline of your divorce, 
uh, know that where you are now, if it's particularly tender and painful, is not where you will be a year from now, um, that everything is changing and passing. And the more work you do, the more beautiful it's going to be um, next year. Mm. Beautiful. So from Journey Beyond Divorce, we want to wish you a holiday season um, filled with love, peace, connection, uh, that's filled with you honoring who you are, um, how you want to be, honoring what you need, being kind and gentle and loving towards yourself. Um, that's what we wish for you. And reach out to us if, if you're in need of support, you want some coaching around how you're feeling, how you want to approach the holidays, go onto our website, journeybeyonddivorce.com and schedule a rapid relief call, which is a free hour with one of the coaches where you can get some coaching and learn more about all of our resources here. Happy holidays until next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on the Journey Beyond Divorce podcast. I hope you found guidance and encouragement to help you along your journey. If you like my podcast, please take a minute to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. You can also visit us at jbddivorcesupport.com, where our team of coaches support both men and women through our one-on-one -on -one coaching, group programs, online courses, and free resources. Stay tuned for our next episode, and I'll talk to you soon.